Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Runaways? I do not want the new iPhone. I want the new Corvus. I don't know about y'all. Don't you want the new Corvus? Well, stick around on the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV because we're going to talk all about technology meeting magic. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We are here for the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're covering the final season, season three. But episode six, Mary Meet Again. And don't forget, guys, we're only covering and talking about episode six. No spoilers in the live chat. We have a live chat. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. I see you guys. Nicholas Kelly, Ivan Soto, you guys are loyal fans, and I know there's other people in there who aren't chatting, and you totally should. We love you guys. You, sh- you are just as much a part of the show as I am, and my amazing panelist to my left, one of the most marvelous super fans of The Runaways oh. and various other shows here on AfterBuzz TV, we have... Shay Jones. How are you doing, girl? Thank you for being back. You're back from the dark dimension. Uh, uh, yeah, let's call it yeah. that. I'm back from the dark dimension. <laughs> yeah, you survived. It's, it's been a crazy ride. I know, but now our, our other runaways are Is that what you said? Why was it here? You were doing your own thing, you know? <laughs> now our, now uh, turn the tables. It's Mina and Lauren. They're kind of stuck in the dark dimension. Yeah. You know, so. But it's okay. I'm happy you're here. We're talking about this episode, and you guys are going to be talking about it with us as well. If you're not tuning in live, that's fine. We have a comment section. We also have social media that you can hit us up on and just keep on the discussion going, even when the show ends. But um, why don't we get on to this episode, Shay? I need to know, before we get more in-depth on our topics, what were your initial thoughts on episode six? Because we're back from the six-month hiatus where our runaways and some of the parents were uh, gone for such a long time. Like... I can't believe it was six months. Right. I mean, granted, Tom, I do believe in dimensions and um, the multiverse. So I believe that time works differently depending on where right. you are in the verse. That, but that is a crazy thing because to them it could have been a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And that they started forgetting. But in six months, yeah, you might forget some things. You mm-hmm. might forget where you were. Right. And where you came from. Right. I really like this episode because I think it was such great social commentary on how we kind of view our, like, our cell phones and how we're kind of attached to them. They are something that we obsess over. And I love that Morgan, this character, is us- utilizing her magic to influence technology. So it's basically combining technology and magic in order to get obtain the world that she wants. And kind of she's using it with the youth and whatnot. So I don't know her full extent plan, but I love that social commentary with, with the cell phones because we love our cell phones and our social media. I, I, I will not lie. It's kind of something that we are I kind do, of addicted to. I'm not to. taking a free phone because I don't trust it. It is a little too good to be true. I, but I, I have cool. concerns. I mean, it looks amazing. But I don't like the color purple like that. So that's also the reason don't? for me not to get it. No. I'm I sure don't it... mind the color purple. It's just not my favorite. <laughs> if I'm going to get a phone, like it'd be like my case right here saying, or a pink one. Okay. It'd All be right. actually color I want. And if it's purple, I'm just like. I'm sure, well, it's magic. I'm sure they can change the color. I got, for you. I got questions about this little 
this little raven crow on the back of this thing. Oh, I don't not... trust things that are free because they always have um, attachments to them. Mm-hmm. No, like nothing ever is free. Mm-hmm. Well, let's like, go material ahead. things, I should say. Let me rephrase that. Material things hardly ever are for free. Unless you buy something else. It's kind of like, yes, this thing is free, but it also comes with something else that comes you have to pay. It comes with two years of it your can, life. No, but it has, yeah, it comes with some a price you have to pay yes. regardless. So nothing, I love that you bring that up. It seems like nothing really is ever free, especially in this world of the runaways when Morgan's finally showing herself and her cleavage. I know. First of all, <laughs> how old, like I legit want to look up how old Elizabeth Hurley is and the fact that she still looks flawless. She's beautiful, absolutely. Like I'm looking that up right now because I really Uh-oh. actually want to know that. <laughs> We'll let us know the age when we find out. Yeah. Um, but we have to get on to our first topic, which is Corvus. Corvus. And uh, you're clearly already not a fan of Corvus and the phone itself. I, I I guess you're like me. You're loyal Apple products. You love the iPhone. Okay. All right. But I still want to give the Corvus a try. But like I said... You would give the Corvus a try? Yes, I would. I would totally use I actually it. would like to kind of see what how angry Ollie looks like. I don't think I've like, ever seen yes. her Yes, but it was so interesting because I feel like this whole dynamic of the Corvus really was kind of a good tool to play along with Gert and Chase because in this season, they really, they've reunited, they've had so many conversations, but they're not in a good place. And we have this character, Max, who comes out of nowhere. He's, he's given them up for free and he's seemingly not affected by the addiction. It's so funny. And I, I think that's a good example of kind of people who make these phones these people aren't addicted to it but they want people to become addicted to it regardless of whether he's being controlled or not that's his job he wants people to get addicted to it just like in the real real world where people want you to become addicted to cell phones and technology and whatnot and so i also think that's a great play on just how you know the the battle between technology and magic i love that i love seeing like technology and magic but heads and I feel like technology is something that we're going to have to utilize where the runaways are going to have to utilize in order to possibly take down runaway or Morgan take down or runaway. maybe we have to fight magic with magic because Nico is kind of like the, the the epicenter of the season for sure so what are your thoughts on kind of this whole ordeal with the Corvus along with Gert and Chase when it comes to Gert and Chase while I understand where Gert is coming from she's trying to go back to the past normal existence she had and in her mind her and Chase are something that could never happen but her and Max have similar interests they read the same books they can have these con- they can have these conversations mm-hmm. and it just flows really easily and I'm just like Gert you guys aren't normal you left normal about two seasons ago mm-hmm. when you first saw your parents murdering people mm-hmm. Absolutely. it's not here anymore so I think you need to just let go of the fact that you want to get too normal and figure out how this new normal can still include Chase because the only reason you you didn't say you didn't love him was because you're afraid. Yeah. It's not because you don't feel it. Yeah, I think she's kind of someone who's in denial for sure. I think she's telling herself, no, she wants something else. I feel like what you want isn't necessarily something what that you, you need. need. I think, I think didn't we talk about this in another after show of Runaways? I feel like we had a similar topic, but if that's well, it was, the case... It was, it was reverse almost. The, right. In the verse of the wants and needs. Be, okay. Yes, but it also can also be true what you're saying. Right. So, so But this particular instance, it's like you want this, I, this perfect ideal person, Max isn't what he's all cracked up to be because this whole time he's kind of being influenced by an outside force whereas you you don't know what you have right here in front of you which is chase and, yeah, chase and he's the-, the one who's trying to like wake you up yeah like get off of the phone 
give me this phone, mm-hmm. pulling out a feather and turning into ash. Right. Like so that actually also also tells you how good the product is. Yes. And it's not real. And also, I feel like someone who's easily influenced by things right now is Molly. Molly is yes. she comes under the spell of the phone, Corvus. But also, I think that's with her youth, Molly. I don't. I don't want to say she's gullible. I think she's just very. Uh, receptive of a lot of things like a lot of positivity like this phone is introduced as a positive thing and also other characters that molly kind of comes into she is not an outsider but i mean there's the whole thing about being adopted and being the only hispanic character so i feel like that was something that was discussed last season um but yeah i think that's why she is so easily influenced and it makes me a little afraid because i wonder if that's kind of like leading to a darker route for Molly, which is something that I really didn't see coming. I don't know. Were you feeling this any sort of way for Molly and kind of possibly going to the dark side? (laughs) I I mean, when they first got home and Molly's eyes are just glowing and her growl, snarl, whatever you want to call it to Chase, I was just like, Chase, you might want to back up today, sir. I mean, I appreciate the fact that you're actually trying to get through to her, but she has a lot of strength in her person. Right. We saw that strength. So... In the beginning of the episode. I would take a lot more caution about what's happening here. When it comes to Molly's receptiveness to it, I also think no one's actually told her what's been happening. They've, they've haven't really explained who Morgan is, mm-hmm. why she shouldn't, you know, just put her faith or put her trust in something like that so quickly. But also, again, it could also be because she's so young. And now that they're back to it a sense of normal now that they've been gone for six months they're just coming back and she actually sees a boy yeah she meets a boy her own age and the vibes are there and she hasn't actually i don't think she's actually dated before no so this is all new to her these experiences and the feelings that she's feeling are very new Mm -hmm. which also makes her uh receptible and easily influenced i should say because she does she wants to figure out how she can still fit in Mm -hmm. and not have her strength be the thing that keeps everybody uh, away from her right because i think molly loves contact she loves people she loves um the sense of being with someone right actually just being in their sphere and she was so easily uh she got so attached to zavin so quickly so that's a good that's i love that you bring that up because she really does just love it genuinely she loves being with people and learning from people and Zavin's a good example of that because a lot of people didn't get that connection with Zavin Molly did like right there and then and Zavin really wasn't there for a whole long time maybe a month or two (laughs) she cried she cried when Zavin no one else cried Molly just broke down but uh more on that later in our special segment I want to shout out Nicholas Kelly in the chat because he also reminded me of something how the witches in the coven said there's a protection spell over the people that work for wizard Mm -hmm. so they don't so they're not affected by the phone yeah and I love that because that's I think I said that earlier about how people who are like in the actual industry of the electronics they are so keen on marketing their products in a certain way so they'll become addicting you know so I think that was such a good way to implement magic to kind of like get that transition of that that concept within the show I think it's crazy how everybody was somehow drinking oat milk and hey it's LA people love oat milk I love oat milk (laughs) I didn't even know what that... I was like, that's a thing. It's awesome. Oat milk's great. That's... Okay. I don't understand millennials. I'm just going to be real honest about that real quick. Millennials in this day and age interest me and also scare me at the same time. Yeah. Well, I just don't like dairy. I can't have dairy. So I'm all about the oat milk, almond milk, soy milk. 
I'm here for it. But I think us kind of living in LA, I think we appreciate those those concepts even more, especially the whole millennial concept, because that's something that is so uh, very superficial, but also fun to kind of point point the like make fun of in the show because they definitely do it a <laughs> lot, and I'm, I'm totally here for it. The hipster things or, and whatnot. Or yeah, like or. One of my coworkers actually today was talking about the like it's trendy to do this, it's trendy to do that. I was like, I think that's the most millennial thing you've ever said, <laughs> I've ever heard you say in my life today. Right? Because why is some, why does if something's trendy, quote unquote, should you be doing it or should you want to do it? Mm-hmm. But I I like that that uh, argument that you bring up because I think um, it really does say a lot about the show. Like everyone kind of wants to fit in, where our runaways don't necessarily fit in because they're the misfits they don't have a particular place um and i think like there's so many certain different like groups such as the gaborum Mm -hmm. everyone wanted to be a part of that church um even pride everyone wants to be a part of pride and really like people are trying too hard to fit in for the wrong reasons and i think the runaways fit in well together because they're just being themselves they're not trying to assimilate yeah so i love that i love that argument that you bring up Ding. <laughs> uh, any more before we move on, Shay? About this complicated magical electronic. The complicated electronic is I need y'all to put your phones down, like communicate with right. your eyes. I think I also think that's an argument too. A good theme that, of like, the episode. They're showing that we're so focused on our phones we forget about moments and experiences right. with other people that are right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever just you texted somebody? But they were sitting right next to you instead of just actually turning to them and having a conversation. Yeah. And I was, I found that so weird. Like, you're well, right next to them. Yeah, but sometimes we do that So because when we're talking smack about someone else who's in the room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. But that's very true. It's like, we are so lazy to the fact that we can't even walk a couple steps to go ask a question to someone. You know? So it's very poignant that you bring that up. I just thought that was, uh, if they, I don't know if they were trying to get that far, if that was the goal, but that's I think what I took it, no. from it. I think that was a really good social commentary that they did just to kind of put your phone down a little bit. And don't be angry about it. It's like, it's like, sir, it's your phone. You can just buy, you can if buy a broken, new one. We get so, and if it goes to show, like if you've ever broken your phone or lost it, we get heated. We get anxiety because <laughs> our phones are, we, we can't utilize our social media or we can't text someone or we can't call someone. And it's like, basically the end of the world and i think that's great that the characters are emulating that under the control of morgan yeah there's just no reason to take a corkscrew to the eye though oh. i will say sorry that was just aggressive oh very aggressive even gert almost got hit by a car because of her frustration that chase tried to take it away from her mm-hmm. like, and it's like so surprising that gert would have react that way out of all people i think like i think because we keep saying that she is trying to you're trying to put us a circle in a square peg. Like you like you think that you should be with Max because you guys have the same interests. But the great thing about you and Chase is the fact that you do have so many differences about you. Your differences are what make you such a great couple. And will make your love for each other so good in the first place. Mm-hmm. In this case, opposites attract for a great reason. Opposites attract, just like... And the, he is smart. Just like the light and darkness of Nico and Carol, Carolina. Definitely. It's like they're their own light and darkness with each other. In a sense. Yeah, and Ch- uh, Chase has shown how much, how smart he is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Gert always just wants to see him as a dumb jock. She always wants to put that label on him because I think that, that also is a way for her to distance her feelings at the same right. time. 
Instead of actually... Admitting her true feelings. Yes. Which she has yet to do. Still has not. Which is very... It's making me nervous for the future, for sure. But more on that for predictions, possibly. But why don't we get on to other topics? We just, I think we chatted a lot about this phone whole thing that is giving us also more anxiety. But before that, I just want to shout you guys out for letting us be the ESPN of TV Talk. As we talk about this show, Shay and I have been on this panel for, what, three years? Three, since two years. Two years? Yes. Two and a half years, kind of. Well, it's t- 2017, so it's... Two and a half years? Questionable. Years. Uh, we'll, we'll say three seasons. How about that? Three seasons. <laughs> but it's just been a great ride. I think you guys in the chat have been here since season one, too, so it's just been great to kind of go on this journey with these characters and discuss and really unpack each and every single episode week after week. But what you could do for us is give us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd appreciate that. That would really get the show, help promote it, and get us out there, because we love talking about this show. We love talking about it with you if you're joining us live or listening to us or watching us later like subscribe to multiple channels and until then thank you for letting us be the espn of tv talk because it means the world to us so why don't we get talking on some of these pride people because we got to catch up it's been six months <laughs> six months some people are manipulated some people have grown closer some people are just i, I got a whole cough about some the whole people closer. some people have gotten isolated do you want to just take it away with are you talking about stacy and oh Victor? no oh i don't care about that oh you're talking about robert and no i don't care about that oh, either who are you talking oh 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 you're jeff, gonna, yep jeff let's get on rip the band-aid off jeffrey and tamar it's been six months since Catherine has been killed in yes. prison by Tamar. Or yeah, I'm just- and I think you missed the conversation. What did you think about the whole thing? Because I don't think you were here for that episode when Tamar found that out about Catherine being killed. Do you think Tamar was satisfied, or do you think Tamar actually wanted Catherine to rot in prison? Because I mean, she it's smiled. All, it's, she, it's, no, she smiled, and then when she saw Alex. She went to get her gun. Like she, in a way, she thought like he was Alex there for was, her. Yeah, but you almost think as if. You want it, justice is more served if Catherine was to rot in prison. Yeah, that is that just, is more justice than just killing her. Right. So I it was just I just was interested in your opinion on that. My opinion is, her being dead doesn't serve you doesn't do you any well. I mean, I guess you I guess you technically your justice is the fact that oh she killed my man, I killed Jeffrey's wife, and now I'm with Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. So full circle wise, that's my justice, and he has no idea. Like and, in a way, she's almost as worse as Catherine was. Tamar? Tamar. But um, do you think it's this is Jeffrey actually under the control of Morgan? Or do you think Jeffrey and Tamar are under control? Or is this something that's just brought them closer, the death of Catherine? Is it free? Is it their free will? Because it's really questionable. It's been six months since the death. For six months, I feel like him coming back to the hood, like actually doing the purpose he wanted to in the first place is actually just genuine, sincere. Like, that's what he wanted to in the first place. That's the reason why he hooked up with Jonah anyway. He wanted to bring more jobs to the hood. He wanted to give people a chance to get out of the same life and the same cycle that surrounds them. Because you can't get out of it if it's all you know. So you have to be introduced to something new to get out. Yeah. So in that way, I think he's genuine. However, like the fact that it seems like him and Tamar are together, that's what I have an issue with. Like sexually. Because if he ever finds out Um, that you killed his wife. Right. I am actually afraid for her life. She's done though, and then she go. She has a baby too. So I mean, Jeffrey could raise the baby by himself. You, I'm sorry. Do you think Jeffrey would go as far to kill her though? If he, if that was the case, if he did find out, I don't know. For if this show, I wouldn't. I would say no because some people are just go, go, leaving left and right. I would hope not. But can I see it happening in like just a fit of shock, rage? Mm-hmm. Definitely, I can definitely see that as a possibility. 
Mm-hmm. Because the only reason Catherine was in jail was to try to fix their family. Mm-hmm. And it did nothing. Like, it was legit for nothing. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, Alex taken over by Alien Dude. It, so it didn't go the way she wanted. And then the last words Alien Alex said to her was to go to hell. And, you know, then she got shanked three times. Where's Tamar's sister or cousin? You remember, what's Where's Lajene? Where, uh, I, Where? I remember her. I don't remember the actual she, character she played. but I, I know. Where's She, was, she wasn't question. in the comics, so I don't they even... They talk about her. I know, but, but that's about it. I was I was interested that I guess she kind of would kind of be a little messy if they incorporated her with Alex's whole mole storyline. So it, maybe it's better that she's not in this season. I don't know if she'll appear. I haven't seen the other episodes. But um, why don't we talk about another pairing, which is Stacy and Victor. Them two have gotten a lot closer since coming back from the Dark Dimension, and it's really funny because I think those two are definitely the head hold, the head hold, the head of their households. Or when it comes well, to like- they were the heads of their households, and they, I think they are really kind of not dealing with PTSD, but it's a lot to kind of take in being... I think they've just become friends in, right. the, in, in that sense. They've definitely like, gro- grown very close. Not like, not like romantically. Roman- but oh, no, never again. I don't think that... Especially after that awful... I uh, think it's anonymous. Yes. Uh, situation. I'm sorry. Why does all you guys get anal probed? I really have that question for every single last one of them. That's a good question. Why? And, and, and I think I think that's also... A funny thing, a lot of people say they're they've been probed, and like if they, I feel like if they say it was anally, then everybody will believe them. So the fact that Victor went on a whole rampage, like uh, epilogue about his whole what happened, saying, "Oh yeah, so the alien was in my body, slept with my wife, then her a whole bunch of times, and I have a choice. I just was in a, I was drowning in a prison right mm-hmm. here, and then they're like, but were you anally probed? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And the director's like." I don't think you should be making fun of these people. Who else feels hurt by this man's insensitivity? I'm hurt the fact that y'all are crazy. <laughs> right, and it just goes to show that some of the most outlandish stories that aren't, like, something that you've heard before, they could very well be true. And it is true. That's exactly what he went through. And it's just so funny that these characters who are saying, oh, have you been probed? I've been probed. I've been probed. My are, cow might have been probed. Than, are more than likely lying or just kind of, you know, crazy. Trying to fit in, right. in this. Trying to assimilate to other groups. Because everyone in this show apparently wants to assimilate, just like in the coven. Like, everyone wants to have these groups that are exactly the same. They have the exact same stories, or they look the same, or something that gra- that keeps um something that everyone has in common. And really, you shouldn't kind of live life that way. You should kind of be around multiple different people that have different backgrounds, different personality traits. Because I think that's what makes you grow as a person. I think that that's a good example for our kids, because I think they've grown because they they're around each other and they're all different yeah so there you go alien probers you guys are liars and phonies and i don't i don't believe you guys i think you guys livy thank you nicholas and her name was livy livy oh my gosh thank you nicholas i don't want to say she was irrelevant but (laughs) she did her thing with she literally did her thing with alex last season but um Oh, Jenna in the chat says, I didn't even think how dying in the framework and algorithm are both the same, but I love the look inside the algorithm. It looks amazing in the season like the last. Because we got to see Janet. Janet technically is, like, alive in the system. That was so cool. That is really cool. That makes me really happy. Like, her actual body was all zeros and ones. I, like, I love that picture, that Mm -hmm. visual of it. And that made me really happy that she could uh, not, she can live on, basically, and kind of help and assist and that's by doing that that kind of writes the wrong of her being uh tied 
you know, the infidelity of her marriage that writes the wrong of, uh, kind of being tied to pride too. So she's just here to help and assist. And we, she, hopefully she does that in other episodes. But um, what did you think about Molly reuniting with Dale, who's been isolated? It Poor was Dale. So okay, first, cute, I have to say this. Bit. I have to say this. Dale looked very attractive to me in this episode. And just, wow. I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> Dale, like, he was a, kind of a daddy, like, a little bit. I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just missed Dale, but he was looking good to me in this I episode. I think he just really missed Dale. I think so. I really do think so. I think Dale, I also feel bad for Dale because he's literally been isolated because he's fearful for his life. His daughters are gone and his wife, he's probably still afraid of her. <laughs> he doesn't know her whereabouts, really. Or at least I don't think. They haven't been reunited yet. Um, um, but no, yeah. they have not been reuniting so, yet. He wh- just, what did you think about him reuniting, at least, though, with Molly? I thought that was cute. Even though, like, she's also saying the same thing, Gert, in the sense of, you have to let me go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit older now. You have to let me grow up. Mm-hmm. And maybe she has forgiven him, so that at least that's, that's a step you need to hopefully bring your family back together. I mean, they're still going to have to work on the whole you kill 17 kids type deal. Mm-hmm. But... The forgiveness of the fact that after what she saw in the darkness, Doctor mentioned, yeah, she had to come to terms with it. Like right. that's like that was something she had to do. It's sad. It, I think because a little part of her innocence died in the Doctor mentioned after a that bit. a little bit. I think yeah, definitely because I think it was uh, a little bit. Uh, not completely true like clearly that didn't exactly happen that wasn't a memory that was yeah. more of a nightmare but at the end of the day her parents were tied to pride and she never Even if they did try to leave right they yeah and they still assisted in all of that despite them realizing they were wrong and she and i think it also just goes to show that she never really did know her parents you know they died when she was four three, three or four yeah. you know so it, it's it's kind of uh Reminiscent. I think I mentioned this uh, last episode about how uh, Cloak and Dagger, when Tandy, she's a character who's going to appear later in this season, when she realized her father wasn't the man that she thought he was. So I love that kind of similarity between shows. But not just that it's different because I feel like her parents weren't completely evil like Tandy's father. But um, why don't we talk about... Basically, oh, one more thing, though. For no, go ahead. Dale, like, letting it slip that Leslie killed her parents. Like, sir, um, you must have been really, you know, hibernating for six months for this information. That's something you should have kept to yourself. No, right. I like that because that kind of fed fed my feel to the fire of thinking, oh, gosh, Molly might be... Nico's not the only one going to the dark side. That's what I'm fearful of with Molly because I was thinking, oh, okay, Molly's going to seek revenge possibly. But I'm thinking, okay, Molly has had so much growth, so hopefully she doesn't go through that route. So what were you thinking when that happened? I was just like, Dale, you dumb. But it's Dale. I mean, mean, true. Like, for how smart he is, like, how are you this, like, not smart? At the same time, I, I I never understood the dichotomy of that. As smart as you are, for the degrees you have in your life, What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, just I, that's my that's my question. I love Dale. I think it's, Dale's an amazing character. Right. As as he's developed over three seasons, Kevin's awesome. Kevin is just you're a fantastic actor, just alone for everything you've given to this character for three seasons. But sometimes I want to smack you. I think it's he's book smart, but he's not street smart. There you go. Very self explanatory. Oh, that's what you're calling. But me. why don't we talk about the star of this season, Nico? 
Okay. She really is. She has had the biggest part of the season along with her no, family. And it's very, it's good. But I also think, uh, I'm kind of bummed about Carolina. Because I feel like Carolina hasn't had a whole lot of screen time this season so far. But Carolina... I like the different out. Like, she's actually changing of outfits. Oh, yeah. She looks... Caroline has some really good looks. She looks good in yellow, you know. But That spe- dark green speaking, was amazing. <laughs> speaking of Carolina, she is kind of... Uh, I think her and Nico are kind of le- learning that they're kind of... They're at odds with one another because Nico clearly is kind of on the fence about kind of joining Morgan and whatnot. She feels like in order to save Alex, she needs to unleash her power and learn from Morgan. And in the process, she goes to the ritual orgy as you were talking about before we started. <laughs> well, I mean she she doesn't talk to her she doesn't talk to her mom. She doesn't think her mom's actually giving her good advice mm-hmm. about what she needs to do. Dad's no help because he's infatuated and stupid right now by whatever spell right. that's happening in his life. And can we just talk talk about the fact that Tina showed up to this party and she came she's like, Oh, you think you can take my husband? It was like a Real Housewives <laughs> scene. I was like, "Are we at Real Housewives of uh, Brentwood?" <laughs> a little. I mean, a little bit. Like you know, Morgan's the new wife that, like, or like step whatever you want to call her, coming through. Right. And you have Tina, the old one. She's like, first of all, can we talk about? She's she's like, I like Janet Stein tried to kill me, but I'm still here, bitch. I was <laughs> like, you better speak a truth around here, Tina. You mentioned people are trying to kill you for a long time, and you still here. That's true. That's very true. Uh, it's crazy to think that these these parents are dropping. You know, they they actually these characters are actually dying. Well, maybe not Janet, but it's it makes me really fearful because the stakes are getting raised. And I love Tina. Tina's my favorite Pride member. And I don't want Tina to die. Just the thought of Tina dying. It I really do want a fight t- scene with her and Morgan, though. Oh my gosh! That's, like even if she couldn't do the spell, because she like I think it's funny as powerful as Morgan is. She like uh, she uses her minions right more than she, she utilizes lets- herself. And I was I, was, I kind of get it from a defense of offense like standpoint. I can understand, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm just like Morgan. When you gonna step up? Right. That's my question. She is a clap, classic example of the queen letting her pawns go first. She's True. like, Pheas- peasants, go. <laughs> pheasants. Peasants, fight. Literally pheasants sometimes because like, she has all the birds that are just I kind mean, of like her other minions. True. I mean, but that, that, that what was this flap or a punch? I can't remember. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Either way, Tina just came for that. Like, I was <laughs> like, I am here for it. I'm like, you better like... If you can't get your man back right now, you better at least cause some damage somehow. It was just a wham. We'll, we'll call it a wham. Wham, bam. bam. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Um, any more thoughts before we get... Because I feel like we're getting more into predictions territory. Because any more thoughts before we move on, Shay? I am... Gr- you get, any, as far to who? Uh, Nico, the menorahs. Because... Um, as far as Nico, I, I think... That's all, that's all I want to mention. For all the betrayal they got for Chase for him leaving isn't it almost the same exact thing Nico's doing even though she believes she's doing it for a better reason because mm-hmm. she wants to do it on her own and she's not talking to them right because she's not openly communicating with everyone other than Carolina because her, her and Carolina are you know a couple but yet Carolina's the light Nico's the darkness so clearly they're gonna butt heads at some point it's just bound to happen yeah but I, I just thought that was interesting as a point because how we mm-hmm. talked about how they how much crap they gave Chase right for leaving and going back to like Evan Grant he was strict and legit Morgan was like he's tricking Nico just for the staff but still mm-hmm. no one wants to mention this we just want to glide all over it mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point that you bring up 
I think everyone's just kind of terrified at this point because they don't know how to save Alex, and they're fearful of this new villain who they don't know what she's all capable of. Clearly, she's controlling people with cell phones, which is like, what? We've been gone for too long in the Dark Dimension, but I think Carolina's a good example of someone who wants everyone to be on the same page, and Nico thinks that she's capable of betraying this double agent, but because you're not getting everyone else on the same page, I don't think that double agent role is going to work for you, Nico. So, that's my thoughts on it. I agree with Any you. more thoughts? I'm good. Well, Shay, I do have a little bit of news for my Ooh. Disney Plus fans. Kay. Subscribers. <laughs> Streamers? Whatever you want to call it. Guys, super exciting news for you guys that have Disney Plus. The newest season of Runaway, season three, will be on the streaming, the new streaming service next month. So that's nice. a little bit of news that just came out. So I know there's only the first two seasons. So if you just want to have your Disney Plus, not to leave your Hulu accounts, but if you just want to turn on Hulu Plus, not have to turn on Hulu, you know. Dang, it's just this monopoly that's happening, Shay. <laughs> but that's, that's really happening. cool news. It's cool that both streaming services have it because they're both great streaming services. So, yes, streaming services get some love too. Disney Plus. <laughs> I just wish um, we would get a season four <clears throat> when that news going to drop, y'all. Just saying. But um, why don't we get to a really interesting segment your our character c- corner. Our character corner. Actually, I, this week, it's a character's corner. Ooh. Yes. So, backtracking a little bit, this episode is called Mary Meet Again, as I mentioned. And that is really reminiscent of a character that we said goodbye to earlier this season, which was Zavin. Right. And I just wanted to show shout out this particular scene of Zavin when... When I first saw the scene of Zavin leaving with the baby, it was very reminiscent of a scene in the comics where Zavin and Carolina actually left Earth in order to save Zavin's people. So it wasn't Zavin taking the baby like it happened in the live action uh, series that we come to love and just are going to miss. It was actually Zavin came as the scroll, as a shape-shifting scroll to take Carolina away. So Carolina actually did leave with Zavin in the comics. And there was no baby. Leslie never got pregnant. And it was actually... And they actually did come back later on. But I just want to shout out to that comic book reference because it was very similar seeing Molly break down when Zavin left because guess who broke down when Carolina left? Nico. Absolutely. Nico cried. Even though in the comics, Nico didn't feel the same way as Carolina in that moment because Carolina just came out in in the comics. Nico was still kind of like figuring out who she was at that point because Nico was with Alex. She was even with Chase in the comics, but I really just want to shout out that scene because it really just reminded me of that reference when Carolina left and how to say goodbye to her friends. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to miss this show, Shay, so I know, much. I agree with you. All right, but why don't we get to predictions? Your After Buzz TV predictions. Are you ready, Shay? Do you long-term predictions? Do you think people are going to die, or what do you think Morgan has up her sleeve? Morgan has us some destruction in her in her midst. That's all mm-hmm. I can like imagine. And now the fact that Nico is seeming seemingly to join this ritual orgy that I have dubbed it <laughs> the ritual orgy. I'm just sorry, you just like dancing and then you just end up and you all sleeping together, arms crisscross and we just laying and somebody's on my body when I wake up. No, I have questions now. And then I also want to be like, why are you drinking stuff? Don't ever drink somebody things somebody give you. Yeah, if the, it, you didn't see it being made in front of you, don't <laughs> trust it. Don't drink it. 
That really upset me. I meant to say that earlier, but that really upset me about that scene, too. Like, why are you drinking things out of a chalice, by the way? But continuation of this prediction, um, I believe that it's definitely going to get a little dicey. I don't know who who's going to survive, who's not going to survive. I'm not probably going to cry. Uh-huh. I am definitely having that vibe. That's mm-hmm. the only prediction I have. Shay's going to cry about these scenes mm-hmm. in episodes to come. What I asked Lauren this. Lauren's not going to be here tonight. Mm-hmm. Like she's not here right now. Do you think... Is it at all possible that a runaway could possibly die in this season? Dun, dun, dun. I went there. I went there because it is getting very dark. We're seeing this with some of these characters. I would. I don't even... Why do would you, you do that possible? to me? Because I hope not. Like, don't do that. I mean... I don't... If, it if, could be because this is Marvel. It could be possible. Right. However, I don't want it to happen, so I am choosing not to believe it. Okay. That's very good. I think... The potential is there. I, and that's all I'll say. I think it's. Ve- I think they're hinting. I don't want to say too much, just because. I, and I haven't even seen the finale, so I don't know. But I'm seeing little seeds that possibly can be planted for that possibility. That's gonna piss me off, right? And uh, that's all I'll say. But you guys, let us know your thoughts, your theories, your predictions, anything else that we might have missed. Leave it in the comments or hit us up on social media. Speaking of social media. Shay Jones, yes. where can we find you on social media and anything you want to plug as we wrap up this wonderful episode six after show of Runaways? <laughs> you guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Also, I also am the new Disney News Weekly correspondent for Popcorn Talk. I do the Disney High School Musical, the musical, the series after show on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. And I do Stump Town on oh? Wednesday with this lovely, lovely, incredible man right here. Yes, Stump Town. We love, we love our multiple shows here on AfterBuzz TV. That's why you got to subscribe to our multiple channels. But until then, I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. It's been a pleasure talking with Shay. We're not done yet tonight. We're talking episode 7 in a couple more minutes. But follow me on social media at OllieDreamer and check out my cosplay page on Instagram at OllieCosplays. Until then, guys, we'll see you very soon for the remainder of the season 3 of Runaways. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 